All right. So, who are you? What are you doing? My my name is Jim Powers, and I am here at the local bar in Astoria with one of my oldest friends, a fine, upstanding young man. (laughs) Young man. Young man. Emphasis on young. Emphasis on young. Mr. Joe Anastasio. Joe, please, please introduce oh, yourself. Yes, hello. That would, that would be me. I'll be making funny voices all evening. Because that's just what the fuck happens sometimes. And we're in Queens, and we're in the back of the bar, and it's a nice night, and we're going to talk some shit. <laughs> that's, which is what we always do. You're just getting the benefit of listening to it while we're drinking and talking shit. That's, that's how it works. Indeed. You want to start us off, Mr. Anastasio? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know... Uh, touch on some of the shit that's going on uh, in the world today, uh, starting with the good old awesome word, feckless cunt. Feckless cunt? Feckless cunt. Who is know? a feckless cunt? Are you a feckless cunt? I, I mean, Ted Nugent's a feckless cunt. Ted Nugent he, is he the most feckless of Hillary cunts. Hillary a fucking cunt, so what's the problem here? I'm F- so Former, confused. the guy who ran for governor in Texas last year, Sid, or two years ago, Sid Miller, was calling, uh, was calling Hillary a cunt, and uh, nobody said anything about that. That yeah. was... Completely okay. Um, the the Trump campaign was uh, people wore shirts. She's a cunt. Vote for Trump. Um, that's okay. I know everyone was fine with that. But all of a sudden, when all of a sudden, a comedian oh, on TV oh says no, feckless cunt. Feckless cunt. Which really, I mean, Ivanka is a feckless a cunt. feckless cunt. I mean, that's. I mean, feckless is a great word. I, the, I I I only know it because it's in uh, uh, the clashes. Rudy can't fail. Uh, that that's how I learned that word. You've been drinking beer for breakfast. You've been drinking beer for breakfast. Uh, you're looking rude and feckless. That's I had to look that one up. Ah, I did not know that. Mm. So that's, that's I, I appreciate her use of the word. Yeah. So it's, so feckless obviously is a word anyone can use. But then sometimes people tell me, oh, well, only women can say cunt. I'm like, mm. is that? What? No. What? I'm confused by that. Two, 27 million Australians will tell you that that is not the truth. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Any Scottish person will tell you that that is, a, I don't know how many people live in Scotland, 15 million, something like that. It's a couple million. Yeah. A few million Scottish. <laughs> that's 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 a word they love to use. You fucking cunt. Well, they say fucking cunt. Then you're, yeah. you're Irish people, yeah. Irish people. You're a fucking cunt. What's wrong with you? Um, pardon my terrible Irish accent. I apologize. Um, but the, the the fake the fake outrage, the f- we're gonna get. I was watching ABC News last night, yeah. and Matt Goodman, who is the one of the field reporters, he's on San Francisco, and he says, "Is this the end of civility? What happened to civility?" What? Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't know. Trump happened like, yeah. two years ago. This is what fun of handicapped yeah. reporters. This like, is what, what you're gonna get upset about. This. So Samantha B calling Ivanka Trump. Quite correctly, what Ivanka Trump is. Now you're gonna get mad. Not a word mentioned about grab him by the pussy or any of the other horrible things that Donald Trump has said, or really any of the horrible things that Republicans have said. And done. And done. I mean, we'll, we'll just stick to what they said. I mean, you can't, you know, all of the, you've got at least several avowed Nazis running as, as Republicans. I mean, avowed. Like, we're not, they're not even hiding it anymore. Out and out. Nazis running as Republicans, but and now in now in Virginia we've got uh, an admitted pedophile, an admitted pedophile, an like, admitted pedophile. I mean, I, this is like the what? internet. I I think we have to turn the internet off for like five years. <laughs> I I think Joe, Joe and I come from a pre-internet era, yes. and 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 things were I, we without sounding Paleolithic in our age we. Really, you know, megalodons do not roam the Long Island Expressway when we were children, but it sounds that way. It, it was a better time. Like, it, when you had to do work to meet other people, you know, like, yeah. there, there was there was a certain level of, you know, ci- I hate to use civility that you needed. And all of this fringe stuff was just that. It was fringe. You couldn't just go online at any point in time and talk to people all over the place. You had to adjust as a human and yeah. that that is gone that is gone there's no kickback i was a little i'm gonna tell you a quick story i was a little prick when joe met me in 98 or 96 or 56 million years ago and the first time joe and i met and my ex-girlfriend i was i was quite full of myself and thought i was the king of punk rock and and uh, my 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 co-host here very quickly put a stop to that idea and just that doesn't in a nice way in a nice way but like that doesn't happen anymore now you have this these communities that just 
fester that yeah, we and everyone have. thinks that they're the fucking king of their own shit and that they're awesome and that and like the pedophile guys like oh this is totally okay I'm friends with like 500 pedophiles online so how bad could it be there's pedophiles all over the place same thing with the goddamn Nazis they're like oh well yeah. there's Nazis everywhere yeah. what's the problem yeah how could this be bad you, you, you're a, you a Nazi yeah, yeah. It's the, the part where you said I'm a Nazi is the part that's the problem like just where there's no there's no acceptable limits anymore there's yeah. no people saying well, well I'm a this and, and it's not even to be transgressive or to be shocking it's just these people always existed and they've existed forever but they were it was harder for them to talk yeah. there were always Nazis we had Nazis on Long Island you had Nazis in the city, you Nazis everywhere. But now they're they're connected on the internet. And they're emboldened. They're emboldened. That's the big thing. They're yes. right. They, that they're they emboldened. Think that they are the shit. Mm -hmm. Which is just fucking crazy. It is. Um, it feels like everyone, in some way or another, all of these crazy fringe groups are like, I'm awesome now. Yeah, now I can do this. This is no. No, maybe not. No, maybe not. No. And there's no and the media backs this up by not pushing back, by saying, Well, we're just presenting this as this is this is okay. They both sides do it, which is gonna get us all killed. Yes. This is both sidery. This is yes. oh whatever. Oh but well you know or by using things like controversial. You know, yeah. controversial person. Um Spencer Spencer. Controversial yeah, yeah. figure of the alt right. Spencer, um, no, no, Nazi. The word just, is just, the word is the word is Nazi. He's he's a Nazi. That's what he is. Just say it, you know. Same thing with like the media's aversion to the word lying. Mm. You're fucking lying. The, you know, you see like uh, all of these publications, CNN, The Times, whoever, yes. doing like this linguistic jujitsu to get around saying that he's not telling the fucking truth. Yeah. It's like, oh, he's he made a factually incorrect Correct. statement. Yeah. Fucking all of He's a liar. That's come on. That, when I was a kid, my dad had this record, National Lampoon's The Missing White House Tapes, <laughs> and there's a there's a track on there. Uh, 1500 Pennsylvania Avenue 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue it's supposed to be like Sesame Street and all those old Sesame Street records that taught you things right so it, all of the characters show up Sirica the Grouch who was the who was the judge whatever and they go to catch Tricky Dick you know and they can't say lying right so Tricky Dick that's like the word you can't say if you remember old TV shows yeah. the word you can't say so Tricky Dick says says something which is a lie and Sirica the Grouch says, oh, Tricky Dick, you're full of shit. And, was, you know, all right. and so the Tricky Dick character, who I think was Chevy Chase, is like, oh, I, I didn't lie. I, I misspoke myself. He's misspeaking. And, like, that's what we're in now. Like, ah, oh, well, it's, it's just a factually incorrect statement. Which, which brings us to, like, shit like Roseanne. Which I hate to even mention her name. Oh, I don't, don't want to give her any fucking fame at all. But, oh, my God. Oh, I, I took an Ambien, so I didn't. That's insane. That's I, I I know people who take Ambien. One of my cousins has a very serious sleeping problem, and she has never in her life called a black person a monkey after taking Ambien. That's that's never happened. I have taken all manner of prescription drugs, all manner of prescription drugs, and I have never said anything inherently racist. And and this idea and what the right is trying to do now is say, oh well, she just referred to she well she doesn't look black. She looks. She was born in Iran. Her parents are African American. She was born in in. Um, I'm not sure what city she was born in. She may have been born in the capital. Not 100 percent, but I know that she was born in Iran. And they're like, oh well, she doesn't. She doesn't look black. So we didn't know. That that doesn't matter. That you didn't you, know. Yeah, you just that, shouldn't be saying such. Exactly. Shit. Like, don't you? You can't. You, I, and that's the thing. Oh, what? You you can't say that. Like, you can say whatever you want. You're just not free from the consequences. True. True. Like, that's that's the thing. Oh well, I, I know you can't say this anymore. You, you hear old conservatives. Oh, I can't say this. No, you can. Just they're just angry that now there's social repercussions for yeah. you know having racist things. But yeah, she's right. You've been saying. Saying that Valerie Jarrett, who is just such a hate figure, for no real reason, mostly conspiracies that aren't true, mm. on the right hand, on the right, 
was the, the, the love child of the Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes. I mean, that is just obviously... There's no way to take that other than racism. Yeah. There just isn't. There's, like, come on, just, just call it what it is. She was, it's good that she lost her fucking job over exactly. it. Exactly. It's good that they killed a fucking series over it. And, and they never should have brought it back. They never should have brought it back because it was clear that she was a conspiracy theory nutcase. Absolutely wild. I'm pretty sure that they brought it back for the ratings. Absolutely. And they probably had like this inside pact. You know, the minute she says something that's like a little too AWOL or starts right. like trending on Twitter. Right. That's when we're going to pull a plug. Yeah. We're going to pull a plug. And a lot of it is that they're trying to... The media and the news are terrified of conservatives. They'll, they'll, they bend over backwards because they're afraid of, of upsetting Republicans. Just, just pants-wettingly afraid because conservatives think in, in lockstep, in, in you know, hive mind. This is, this is the thought. This, there's no other thought. And they don't care about whatever. We're going to offend liberals. Who cares about offending liberals? They're all over the map. We can't offend. We can't offend conservatives, and we're gonna bring back this show that is. Think about it, so white. Well, who voted for Trump? Okay, so you know, white working class people, right? They all right, They voted for Trump. So like, th- this is their all in the family, right? Except it's not all in the family anymore. Now, yeah. you know, all in the family. The bigot was the Joe character. The bigot was was the the you know you poked fun at the bigot. He he yeah. thought he was the star of the show. He's actually the comedic figure in the show, but they tried yeah. to bring back Roseanne as like some sort of dark mirror. You know, what what uh, what's such a black mirror? Yeah. They brought back Roseanne as a black mirror version of yeah. of of All in the oh, Family, oh, where Archie Bunker of Archie Bunker, where John Goodman's character is somehow you know that or well actually Roseanne's character is probably more of the example. Roseanne's character is the black mirror version of of Archie Bunker, so she's the hero because she's. Just saying what's on her mind. You can't see my air quotes, but yeah. just saying what's on her mind. It doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to say what's on their mind. And yeah, there's no... This idea... It's going to be repercussions, you no, know? No, that's the thing. You, you can't... It's, it's insane that the people who sold t-shirts during the campaign that said, fuck your feelings, and scream at people, you're a snowflake. If you have any sort of empathy towards... Illegal immigrants, people of color, homosexuals, trans people, they go crazy. Ah, you're too emotional. Ah, you're a snowflake. And then you say, you're brainwashed. You're brainwashed. And then you say anything about these people, anything, any minor insult, and they go crazy. They go crazy. Oh, it's all against us. We're oppressed. You've never been oppressed in your life. You don't know you what oppression is like. You don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, words, words have meanings. Like, wait a minute. Like, I, have I, you ever worked at a shitty, really fucking shitty job? Have you ever been, like, pulled over by fucking cops for no reason? Yeah. Just because you're a, you've got a certain skin tone? Yeah. I mean, that the they, thing that... They, blows, that they don't, they no. don't get. They don't understand it. And I... I, 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 I talk about this a lot with my friends who are like oh you know i don't have white privilege of course you do i i've been pulled over by police i've been when i should not have been let go and if i was not the skin tone that i am i would not have been let go and i knew that for a fact when it was happening yeah so like yep yeah it exists Sometimes, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, I do a lot of sneaking around, going into places I shouldn't go. Been doing this my whole fucking life. I have never been arrested. I've had encounters with cops. I'm a white guy. I'm not threatening. Right. They're just like. I mean, it's like 25 years you've been doing this. Yeah. A long time. Yeah. Never. Like the the only time I had a problem. The cops were actually, like, apologizing. They found six of us drinking in a building one night, and they were like, look, we have to come in and get you. We have to give you these stupid tickets. You're going to go to court. They're going to just throw them out or give you a stupid little fine. Unfortunately, we've been here a half hour, so we have to account for our time, so we have to give you these stupid tickets. 
they were like apologizing about it. Yeah, no. That's because we happens. were all white. Exactly. We're that, all white. There, there were kids there. Uh, two or three of the kids had like weed on them, yeah. beer, underage drinking. No, they didn't. Who cares? If they were black, they would have been in all the system. Processed. Yeah. Forty-eight hours. Yeah. In the fucking tombs. In the tombs. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever <laughs> hole they threw you in. There's, yeah. there's no, and like everyone knows. I feel like having lived in both the suburbs of New York, the suburbs of Boston, the suburbs of Maine, rural Maine. I feel like most white people intrinsically know this, that they they can get away with this. But to speak it is yeah. some sort sort of like treason against, you can't actually say it. Like treason you against know, white people. Yeah, there's some sort of like white pact where it's like, ah, oh, you can't. Don't, don't, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it, but we all Don't, don't know. spoil it for yeah, the rest yeah, of Yeah, don't spoil And that's the thing, you know, and a lot of this goes back to, this fear of white people becoming a minority, or we can't let on all these immigrants. What you know? Oh my God! Your white people will become a minority in America, and oh my God, this will be terrible. And the reason that they think this is because they—they're telling on themselves. They are afraid that if white people become a minority in America, that whites will be treated in the way that they treated the minorities. You're—you're yeah. <laughs> you're admitting. You're admitting what you deny you're admitting that oh yeah. well you, oh everyone's equal i've never oh no what are you talking you're, about you're, yeah you're, civil you're, rights ended ended racism everything is fine yeah meanwhile you're probably thinking oh well if my relatives come over from germany or something would i uh, would ice treat them the way that we're treating anyone of color coming across no, or, which is insane. Or which is even insane. legal refugees, for that matter. No. Separating parents and kids. And which, which is insane. beating people up and putting them in dog cages. No. Like, what, what on earth is going on What there? on earth? And, and this, the children thing kills me because these are supposed to be the family values people. Yeah. These are supposed to be the... These are the pro-life people that, that abortion is killing a baby. And oh my God, you're a baby killer. And yeah. like, wait a minute, you're literally ripping parents from their children. And that's, that's, oh, well, that's fine because they're, you know. Yeah, Jeff Sessions, oh, well, they're criminals. They shouldn't be yeah. coming here. If, or, they, if they don't want to be separated, don't come here. Yeah, okay. like, th that's, yeah, no, that's what not that? really what the country was built on. I mean, neither, both Joe and myself, neither one of us are Native Americans, so our families came here from somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming your, your family came from Italy somewhere. Um, Italian side was here for a couple of years. My mom's straight off the boat. Hmm. But it, uh, I totally forgot the point I was going to make, but, um, yeah, I, all these fucking white people who think that they're, they're like real Americans, yeah, like, no. come on, get no. the fuck out of here. If your name is not Running Bear. Yeah, <laughs> if you're narrative. <laughs> I was going to say, if you listen, man, if you're not a Wampanoag or a Navajo or, or a, a Sioux or, yeah, no, uh-uh. Yeah, no. Nope. Uh-uh. You, you, and, and this idea that, oh, well, my family came here legally. You don't know that. Yeah. You don't know what the... The laws were radically different. Radically different. they were different. much more open. Like, yeah. You could just get on a boat and yeah. come here. Show it wasn't, up. They wanted you to show up. Mm. You know, so, yeah, of course they all came here legally. Yeah. Because it there were no laws. There was nothing to stop you. Right. There was no laws. Or and and when there were laws, they were they were aimed at the Chinese, the Chinese Exclusion Act, and and things like that. They were never aimed at white Europeans. Like that was yeah. that never happened. And a lot of people who who, who think that their families came here legally, you know, when you dig into it, they're eh, they're Tommy Lyron. <laughs> the devil just, oh, oh my God. just, just, what happened there? Her, too much bleach. Too much bleach. <laughs> her, her great, great grandfather, who came over from a region in bordering Russia and the current Ukraine, was actually prosecuted for forging his his immigration papers wow yeah yeah and and yeah and, and someone got mad at her a, a historian on twitter god bless twitter got mad at her for her continual racist bs about immigrants and like well, let's do tommy lawrence oh yeah Let, the, the let's look it up lady, let's do um, yeah the men, i can't remember her name offhand sorry jahiro so she looked it up and tommy lawrence great great grandfather got busted for coming to america and forging his paperwork to get in. 
So yeah, if you think your parent, if you think your, your whole family's legal, odds are not great that that's true. That yeah. not 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 the case. We're all in the country of immigrants. I just yeah. it's the point. Like literally the point. Like that's the whole. That's yeah. the whole thing. We're all immigrants, and it's not. No, we're not running out of room. We're not running out of jobs. We're, you know. oh, what's funny is, that, you know, the people on, like, the Post or, like, New, New Orleans or someplace, we see people from other countries, and we're not scared of them. That's we're the big thing. We're not intimidated by them. That's the big thing. Whereas if you go to someplace in the middle of the country, it's predominantly white. And right. And if... Uh, like a Muslim there. What? What do you mean you're from yeah. the Middle well, East? You it, must be a terrorist. Yeah. They're like all just... And, and the strange like, thing is, I mean... Uh, like, some of them have these assumptions. Sure. Not and, and everyone. Not some. everyone, of course not. But you're, you're looking... Like, Dearborn, Michigan. Dearborn, Michigan has one of the largest Muslim populations in the world. Not just in... Outside of, outside of the Middle East, Dearborn, Michigan is like Jakarta, Indonesia. It is a massive Muslim population. It's fine. It's not, you know, I, it, I'm not a big fan of Detroit sports, so I wouldn't live there, but it, it, it's the sports thing. It's not the religion thing. That's everything is fine. Muslims have always lived in America. This idea that Muslims are some sort of evil force, it, it, it's just a re... So I'm Irish-American. I, I'm, I'm third-generation Irish-American, and I was, I was indoctrinated, use that term, by my grandparents about how, when white Irish people showed up here, that they were discriminated against by white Anglo-Saxon Protestants. And one of the memes, one of the tropes, was that the Irish Catholics' allegiance was not to America, it was to the Pope. So whatever they said about being an American was was BS. You know, that was, that was just whatever they said to get in. Their true allegiance was to the Pope. And a lot of that is, that was the nativist, yeah. you know, that was the, the, the right-wing idea of the, you know, the, the 19th century and the early 20th century. And that's reborn with this Muslim thing. Well, they're not really Americans because they're Muslims. So their, yeah. real, their real allegiance is to, is to Islam and this bizarre shadow conspiracy that, that all Muslims are just budding terrorists like, you know, Charles Bronson in that movie. Um, what was that? Well, you know the movie I'm talking about. Uh, um, uh, Telefine. Where he picks, you remember that one? Where he picks up the phone and he's like the Soviet sleeper agent. That, that you know, that they're, that it's Telefon. That, that, that at any moment a Muslim is going to get a phone call and flip the switch. Yeah, flip the switch. Nuts. And right. Okay. And that's, that's a racist trope as old as this country is. Every time someone comes in who isn't in the dominant religion, like, look, there's a billion and a half Muslims. If all Muslims wanted to kill all non-Muslims, none of us would be alive. Like, that's, I mean, uh, there's not, there's way more. I mean, look at if Australia, majority Caucasian, majority Christian country, right? Humongous country. 20 some odd million of them they're right across the water from indonesia yeah 160 million people something like that yeah predominantly predominantly muslim if every single muslim wanted to kill every single christian like even the military might of australia would not be able to stop you'd have to kill every indonesian like that's insane when you when you extrapolate it out to its logical end makes no sense like that you just have to think about this stuff it's crazy surrounded by fucking crazy people you're surrounded by fucking crazy people (sighs) and and, and neither of us are particularly sane so that's a that's for if we're saying that you're you're in a lot of trouble you're in a lot of trouble truth truth yes so we'll, we'll segue into that. All right, here we so, go. So what was the main difference you saw? You just went to Toronto. I just went to Toronto. What was the biggest difference you saw between there and New York City? The biggest difference between Toronto and New York City is not... Because Toronto is the fourth biggest city in North America now. Uh, they've leapfrogged Chicago. So it's New York, L.A. Uh, I think number three is Mexico City. And now Toronto. Well, they... Toronto. If you say Toronto, they know you're not from there. Okay. Their accent, they go, they say Toronto. 
T-R-O-N-N-A or T-U-R-N-N-A, Toronto. Like saying Boston. Boston, you're from, you're from fucking Boston? <laughs> the fuck? Um, and it's the same thing, it's the same thing. But the number one difference between Chicago, New York and Toronto is that New York is very, um, it's big in its boroughs. You know, you, you, you're from Staten Island, you're from here, you're from there. And that's like what you say that you are from. Yeah. To wherever, to wherever. I don't think someone from outside, if you were from Brooklyn and you went to Malaysia and someone said, where are you from? Yeah. Brooklyn. That, you would never say New York. Yeah. If you were from Etobicoke or North York or Scarborough or, or East Toronto or one of those things and someone said, where are you from? You would say Toronto. Because Tor- Toronto was a much smaller city and then over time, very recently, in the 80s and 90s, absorbed all of its suburbs into oh, what they yeah. call the mega city. Yes. There was a guy named Mel Lastman, who, mega city Mel, who, <laughs> who, who was in favor of it, and now it's this humongous, it's a big city. I mean, it's a mega big... Mega city when, when Rob Ford... Yeah, yeah, mega. Mega, well, now Doug Ford, his brother, this is dangerous, his brother, who is intelligent, he is both stupid and smart at the same time. Oh, God. He's the older brother. He's he's running for office. He's running to run the city, and it's really dangerous. Like he's yeah. he's he's kicking up the you know the, the pop. It's the worst kind yeah. of weaponized populism. He's yeah. running on a um, beer in Canada is pretty expensive because it's taxed heavily. So if you're it, it, not in a bar, but if you want to buy like a 12 pack or a 24 pack, eh, it's not yeah, cheap. No. And you can only buy it at a government store. It's called the beer store. So you can't go to the Sebs. They have 7-Eleven, yeah. but you can't buy beer at 7-Eleven, which as a person yeah. from America is, yeah. I'm sorry, what? Like what? I'm sorry, yeah. time out. What, what do you mean? <laughs> what? I'm sorry. And the beer store closes at nine, which is, Whoa. what? So that's a major difference. I'm sorry, time out. Because Canadians like to drink. I'm not... No. Canadians are, are big into beer as, as any, any American is. So... access is different. Yes! Very. More restricted. More restricted. As far as taking it home. And there's a there's a major push now led by Doug Ford to have beer. Buck a beer. So this is his big push. Oh beer God. should be a buck. Buck a wow. beer. The buck a beer program. Which is just appealing to the lowest common denominator of, you know, the, these, you're, you're, you're riling up, you know, yeah. the people against the elite. And it's the same thing here. So you have your, the only difference is your three political parties. You've got your conservatives, the, who had the funniest name ever, the progressive conservatives, the PC, progressive <laughs> conservatives, nice. uh-huh. okay. oxymoron, military yeah. intelligence, um, <laughs> your liberals, the Liberal Party, who are like the Democrats, they're ostensibly liberal, but are pretty much slightly center-left, you know, mostly okay. centrist, mostly centrist. And then you have the NDP, who are uh, the the New Democratic Party, who are pretty leftist and encompass people who are almost communist to people who are slightly left of center. Um, and but yeah, Doug Ford is running uh, PC. And he's he's riling up people with this buck a beer. That's his, you know. It's very, you know, Huey Long, the Kingfish thing. You know, yeah, we're gonna rile up people if it, bread and circuses. Yeah, yeah. Give them buck a beer. It's very Trump esque. Mm. We're gonna give you. We're gonna make America great again. Yeah, no, it really is right. It's make Toronto, make Toronto great again. That's that's the Doug Ford. Make Toronto, make Toronto great again. And he's from the suburbs. The Fords are from the suburbs. So the immediate, the areas that were absorbed into the city, pre-mega city, are, are quite conservative, yeah. uh, uh, traditionally. And then the, the the urban areas that were the original Toronto, are uh, ostensibly liberal, and and it's even found in the sports. So Toronto FC, the soccer team, very popular. They have a nice stadium, twenty thousand, you know, twenty thousand plus seats. They do very well. Um, the Canadian Football League, which is different from the National Football League in America. Canadian football, American football are related, but they're not identical. Those fans live in the suburbs. Those are those those fans live in the you know outside yeah. of the, the the old Toronto. So that that's the big. They tend to be huh. whiter. Instead of saying they say old stock Canadians or old stock Canadians, 
no white guy. It, it would be like if New York City uh, absorbed Nassau and Westchester County. It would. Well, and, I mean, we're really. City and Hoboken, it's very similar to the way that in 1898, I think it was 1898, when Manhattan absorbed Long Island City yeah. and Staten Island and became the current New York. Yeah. Toronto just did that in the 80s. Oh my God. That's wow. so. Imagine. Yeah. Right. It just happened. So they're yeah. still living in that. And you can. Exp- that's. I think that's a great way of explaining it. I mean, New Yorker is. Imagine if we only had four boroughs and we just absorbed Staten Island. Staten yeah. Island's like fucking tiny population for the Republicans. So. Right. Right. I mean, imagine. Right. It would yeah. be. I mean, you're you're right in your original assumption. Imagine if the the. The most apt modern example is imagine if modern New York City absorbed Nassau and Suffolk. Would oh like God. Yeah. just you know, forget it. That would be crazy. But yeah, old old Toronto absorbed York and Etobicoke and Scarborough and, and, and these other cities. Which is yeah. And and the other major difference is people in Toronto are super nice. Ooh, but it, it's funny. I hate to you know, rely on the Canadian stereotype. Oh, Canadians are friendly. It's not nice. true. Wear a, yeah, wear, wear a Bruins jersey in any city, Canadian city. They're not going to be too friendly. But uh, it's... it's uh, They're just so nice. I, I hate to yeah. lean on the stereotype, but people in Toronto are so friendly. And they're super excited to meet you. They're so, like, You go to a restaurant, you go to a bar, and you're ah, where are you from? You know, which you just don't get, I feel. And not that New York is, because it's way different. You know this, of all people. Yeah. You know it's way different from the 90s. I tell yeah. people. It's people, more like, oh, you're from somewhere else. Great. Everyone else is. Who cares? Exactly. Wonderful. Well, this, I, I think, is a fun segue towards Kansas City here, because I was just in Kansas City. I've never been to Kansas City. What is Kansas City like? Uh, really fucking interesting. Um, people there, really fucking nice. They won't really ask you too much about, like, where you're from or anything like that. Maybe just because I was a white guy, they're just like, oh, he's a white person or whatever. He's probably from Illinois or something. No, Chicago. Yeah. Um, but the, the thing here was, you know, all really nice, pleasant, but um, what was I going to say with this? Uh, the, the way to get them arguing isn't so much about, like, sports or anything like that. It's barbecue. I was there for like no, three or four days before I saw like a good like Kansas City argument. I was teaching a class, barbecue came up. Holy shit, I've got a room with like 25 people. Like, this place is better than that place, and this is like getting heated. It's like New York pizza. Yeah, I'm like, holy shit. And finally, that's what broke it. Was someone like looked at me and was like, well, what do you think about Brooklyn barbecue? Well, what's that about? I'm like, that, does, that doesn't no, exist. That's fake. That's, no. that, that's a marketing no. scheme. That's, yeah, no. That's no. not real. Yeah. No, none of that is real. <laughs> not if, there's no Brooklyn barbecue. Yeah. I mean, if you're, you can barbecue in Brooklyn, but that doesn't make you Brooklyn barbecue. Yeah. Barbecue is because is really there's Southern barbecue and there's like Carolina barbecue and it's like hot dogs. St. Louis versus Memphis versus Kansas City versus Texas. Insanity. And so, which we don't, we don't get any of that because we care about pizza. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> true. We care New about York, New York versus Chicago pizza, deep dish versus New York um, hot dogs, it's, New York hot dogs versus Chicago it's, dogs. A, a pizza versus a casserole, you mm. know, the, the, the whole uh, Chicago deep dish. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. Oh, my God. I, well, the funny thing was, though, when I was in Toronto, the, the there was an amazing, and I've been there quite a few times, six or seven times, I don't know, a few, mostly for sports. There were so many Mexican restaurants. Oh shit! A really? ton, yeah. Like, oh, okay. And like any Commonwealth country, they have the same, similar to Australia or New Zealand, or you know, they have your Southeast Asians, Indians, Pakistanis, things like that. Every, it's the history of the empire. It's the history of the British Empire, right? So, immigration is you know, Asia, Hong Kong, and it's Chinese, and those are the major groups. But there was just this explosion in Mexican places. That I don't remember. We went down to Kensington Market, which is their big, um, like, street marketplace. And, like, every other place was Mexican. I'm like, right. So Mexico is not close. Uh, No. I I cannot say that I saw a lot of people I would refer to as Latino uh, while in Toronto. Anytime I've ever been in Toronto. 
Uh, like, um, right then. So where did this come from? And also, they're about to legalize weed. Uh, that's coming in next month. Actually, no, this is June, so it's... It's now, right. So, ads, and this is hilarious. Uh, there's a poutine place. America, if you haven't had poutine, if you've had disco fries, you're close, you're close. More cheese. There's a poutinery called Smokes Poutinery. Smokes Poutine. And their ads are like, when you've got the munchies, like, they're already ramping it up. Like, there's already, like, a lot of... It's it's the way you know the capitalism at work like so all of these fast food places or you know not you know McDonald's or or, yeah. or Burger King but your local small chain or you know they're already ramping up for like oh yeah 420 time like you hungry like come on down and eat so, eat some poutine. Suddenly, it's like uh, uh, racism in the United States, where now it's like okay, it's like oh, it's okay to have the munchies now. Yeah, yeah, no, right, and it, right, it's amazing. It's amazing to be you know you're walking down the street and you see ads like got the munchies, you know, and they, and they have like like weed plants in the ads, like or they have you know 420. So it's like it's 420 time. And they're like, oh, everything is fine, and it's you know, they have, and there's also signs everywhere in the run up to this. There was a referendum that just recently happened. There were you know signs all over the city that said like, you know, American states that legalize weed saw you know, whatever twenty percent or twenty five percent you know decrease in violent crime. Yeah, like well, yeah, of course, you know, weed does not make you violent. So all right, you know, it's like. And all of the things that Canadians are always amazed at, like how America functions. That's they're like, wait a minute, <laughs> like, you know? They're, yeah, they're like, hey guys, like hey, and they don't want to be rude to you, but they're insane. They're very curious about like, so all of the killing, all of the shooting, yeah. what, how? Yeah. And then like, why don't you guys just do this? And like, you know, we know, like I know. I got a little bit Latin Kansas City where people were very polite about but they're like it just seems really intimidating like there's just too much happening there it wasn't like oh you're on the coast you're like liberal elites or anything it was like I like I went to lunch with basically every day that week I went to lunch with different people who live there and consensus that I seemed to get from them was just I like where I'm at like this is a small city I can get around really easy I have work that's rewarding friends here family here I don't care about going to New York I don't care what they're doing over there like doesn't matter right doesn't matter I went to San Francisco um, a few months ago for work I was there for a few days, and I drove around a lot in San Francisco. I went to Petaluma, um, which was hilarious. If you remember Misfits of Ska, when, <laughs> Asian Man Records. Yes, Asian Man Records. At Asian Man Records on Twitter, he's still doing it. God bless you, Mike Park. Um, and there was that live version of, of Girl Named Spike. And it was like, and it was recorded in Petaluma. Like in Petaluma. Did you have that show, Degrassi Junior High? <laughs> and I'm driving to Petaluma, and I hadn't thought of that song in forever because I haven't listened to that album in forever. And I was sitting in a red light, looking at a giant sign that said, Welcome to Petaluma. And I just sort of instinctively yelled it out yeah. and scared the shit out of some kids skateboarding about 10 feet away with the windows down. Like, hey, Petaluma! The kids were like, oh. <laughs> Did you have that show, Degrassi Junior High? And, um, and people said the same thing. They were, they'd never been to the East Coast. They've never met anyone from from Boston or New York. They were wow, you know, I was from I was from the moon basically. What are you talking about? Once I got outside of San Francisco, Santa Rosa, Petaluma, um, Willits, uh, uh, north of the city. You know, they were just stunned, stunned to meet someone from from New York, and they all had a story. And, they yeah. were just, I can't do it. I don't think I could do it. I saw it on TV, and I, and I just, <laughs> you know, I saw it on TV, and it just, it looks so scary. I'm so, it just, it's scary. It's like, it's really not, you don't get that feeling. I think they think of it in the way that they think of it as like, you know, THX 1138, where there's yeah. just hallways full of people. Like, yeah. you don't, you know, you don't have the sense, but yeah. it's very similar. And, I mean, a place like Kansas City, that's super true. Like, you... 
like, I'll put it this way. I stayed in an Airbnb. It was like a nice residential neighborhood. Drove over to work. It was like a five minute fucking drive. Yeah. There was a parking lot down the street. Parked in the fucking lot. Five dollars for the entire day. Oh my god. You'd walk down the street. You'd maybe pass one or two people walking down the street. Maybe. Maybe. And that was like a three or four block walk. Um... There's just so many less people, and it makes it much more, I don't want to say reasonable, you know, like, the rents were lower. Like, I looked at, like, house prices nearby. I'm like, I could fucking buy that right now. I could buy five of them. Like, what the fuck? I could live in a mansion. What what do you mean? What am I doing in New York? Exactly. What the hell is going on here? Providence, Rhode Island is like that. I went up to Providence a few months ago. I hadn't been in a few years, and... Which is a great city. You're 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 an hour from Boston. You're you're three hours from New York. You're sort of smack in the middle of the Northeast. Really, quick access to everything. And things were, I don't know what the rents were, but the house prices were like, from someone who's lived in Boston and New York, were like, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, what? Is there is there yeah. a black hole in the basement? I need to worry yeah. about. Why is this like this? Well, Toronto was like that too. Toronto is very similar to New York, and then everything has just gone bananas. Where people who I know who had bought a house 10 years ago for $200,000, that house is now worth a million and a half or, yeah. or two and a half million. They didn't do anything to it. It's just where it is. Yeah. My, my friends who bought the house around the corner from this bar were at... 1990, 1991, she bought it. Um, $100,000. Hundred thousand. It's oh. probably worth two million now. Hey, if not more. Yeah. If not more. You're you're like super central Astoria, popular fucking neighborhood. Yeah. And I work. I live and work here in Astoria. And a lot of my technicians are Greek and, uh, and they born here and raised here. Their parents' houses. They their parents bought those houses in the seventies, mostly seventies, early eighties. 50,000, 75,000, Yeah. Whatever. And now they're all. People offer them crazy. Developers offer them. They live up in Dipmars, which is which is know, half an hour from here, twenty minutes. Yeah, like twenty minutes. Twenty minutes. They off. They get offered. It's a running joke. You know, oh, this guy offered my dad, you know, two million in cash, no yeah. tax, <laughs> to, for his house, so he can knock it down and build a, you know, build a condo. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, if, if I owned property around here, I would probably take one of those offers and I would move to a smaller, more reasonable city where it's really easy to get around. Yeah. And I would just live like a god for the rest of my life. I would never work another day in my fucking life. I'd be like, all right, I bought a house here for 100000 Yeah. I've got still, you know, 75 you know, almost a million dollars to live off of. Yeah. Uh, what, what do I care? How much money are you going to spend in one lifetime. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what makes us different from from rich people is we think how much money can you spend in a lifetime where they're like how much money can I accumulate? Yes. How like, many how many people can I own? Swindle? <laughs> how much how many humans can I own? How many people can I scarelli out of their money? Mm. <laughs> oh man, seriously. I was so upset when the Wu-Tang sold him that the Wu-Tang should have never sold him that album as much as I love the Wu-Tang. Pour some out for ODB. Good yeah. lord. For real. For real. Okay, so that's New York and Toronto. Kansas City. Yeah. Nope. No. Three interesting places you should visit if you haven't been. Absolutely. I, I've never been to KC. I gotta go. I got a lot of friends out there. It's fucking awesome. Um, best kept secret in the country. Wow. <laughs> that's And from, from Joe, that is, that is praise of uh, the highest order. I mean, you know, uh, Missouri politics are a mess, but the whole fucking country is a mess. So, was it? Everything is a mess. You can't, yeah, you can't rip on anybody anymore. Everything is is a disaster from left to right. It's all fucking mess. So, okay, two things we should touch on. Uh, You were gonna educate me on World Cup. Oh yeah. Okay. Do we want to do that right now? Yeah, we'll do it right now. So we're we're just a few days away from the 2018 World Cup. Happens every four years. It's coming up. So the U.S. did not qualify this time. First time, fail. (laughs) Epic fail. 
first time since uh, pre-1990, so first time since 1986. Holy shit. So we went 90. What the fuck happened? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, we do a whole podcast of what happened. Uh, too much. We got too comfortable. We qualified so many times. Just qualifying, just making it to the World Cup is a, is a large achievement. Um, yeah. It goes on for years. Qualifying for the next World Cup has already begun. So there's, yeah, because there's... Yeah. The, the, the international governing body has you know, 90% of the world's countries. So it takes, the, what we call the World Cup is actually just the final stages of a, of a, of a four year ordeal to, to make it. Yeah. So it is ridiculous that a country of this size and wealth and everything else should make it, but we got too comfortable and it pays the price. England didn't make it to USA 94, you know. They, well, they, they, they can Brexit themselves. No, we don't. England missed a World Cup. It, big, Italy isn't Italy isn't going. The Netherlands aren't going. Yeah, they're a big time. There's, this is a wild World Cup. There are some major heavyweights that, that are missing this time. I, I was hoping Italy would be in just because they were so entertaining. I mean, did yes. they win? Was it like 2004? Oh, uh, that was Brazil. Uh, Italy, well, when is the last time Italy won? 2006, it was sometime in 2006 the is when Italy won, yeah. 2006, yeah. So they're, yeah, it's a big and deal. they were assholes. That yeah, absolutely, they yes. They were, they won by being assholles, yes. So it's a big deal that all of these major countries are not in it. But Australia is in it, um, which I get a lot of crap from my Australian friends about that they made it, we didn't. And we have a pretty easy, I mean, no, nowhere is easy, but we has a... The world is broken up into regions, so this is CONCACAF, uh, North America, Central America, and the Caribbean Islands. Who the fuck came up with that name, CONCACAF? Yeah, it's, I don't, it's okay. a, yeah, I don't, I don't make these decisions, Joe. So really, really, it's us, the Mexicans, Costa Rica, and then a very, a, a shifting cast of characters over who's back. There is no... There is no reason the United States shouldn't make it every single time. It's yeah. it's a very small pond, um, and CONCACAF has dozens of members, tiny little islands, St. Lucia, St. Kitts and Nevis. Antigua, yeah, yeah, Antigua, yes, yes. All of your little Caribbean islands, Guatemala, Ecuador, you know, um, El Salvador, all Barbados. Yeah, Barbados. Barbados is in it, right? There is no reason that we shouldn't make it every single time. So we really screwed the pooch this time. We coasted. We we relied too much on old players that we thought it doesn't matter with the United States. We can America. We can. We ended up losing to Trinidad. That's the game that killed us. Trinidad. Yep, Trinidad and Tobago, which is very ironic because. Uh, in 1990, and the game actually happened in 1989, we qualified for our first World Cup since the 30s for uh, Italy 1990 by beating Trinidad in Trinidad. Yeah. So it is incredibly ironic that here on the downside, uh, and Trinidad was already eliminated. They had nothing to play for them to fuck us. Nice. So they, they went, they they went for Yes, they did. They went for it and they won. So we really messed this up. But it's in Russia. Which is going to be interesting because they have a... Russia has a, a massive problem with hooligans. Um, everything you think about soccer with the hooligans, that hasn't existed in Europe in any real sense in a long time. Britain, that hasn't existed in a long time. Russia has almost military precision hooligans. Wow. They're extremely racist. They're extremely nationalist. Um, the Russian Premier League... This is going to go over well. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, the Russian Premier League has a regular problem with monkey chants and throwing bananas at, at, at African American at African players, players who are not white. I assume there's a lot of not white teams and players. In yes. The World Cup. Y- yes. Okay. Quite, quite, quite a few actually. Qu- quite a few. Okay. And then you have the larger geopolitical, you know, yeah. Russia. There's Period. some some shit going Full on. Stop. Full stop. <laughs> Russia. Uh, say, no more. say no more. So this is gonna be a really. I'm almost. Gl- I, I don't want to say this. I'm mad. I'm still angry that the U.S. didn't make it, but 
I am a little a little glad we didn't make it because I I am and a lot of Americans aren't going. A lot of my friends who went to Brazil, who went to have gone very far afield to go, you know, follow the U.S. Guatemala a couple years ago, Honduras. When Honduras was in the middle of that coup. The U.S. played a qualifying match. A bunch of my friends went. They were escorted from the airport by the military to the game, and then they were escorted back <laughs> to the airport by the military after the game. Yeah. And people have still people who went to that are like, "Oh, I'm not going to Russia. Wow. I'm not going to Russia." So it's gonna be, it's gonna be way bigger as of a of a geopolitical event yeah. than even a sports event. So wait. When does this start, and who are you rooting for? It starts pretty soon. It's 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 just a just a few days away. It's like forty days, less than that. Um, I'm rooting for Australia because their their team is. They made it. They made it. Australia made it. Um, they're called the they're, the name of their team is the Socceroos, which is yes, they're one of the only other. Well, actually, so there's a big deal in soccer where we call it soccer, right? The British call it football. And they got mad at you. British people got mad at you. English people, Scottish people, Welsh people. They got mad at you when you as an American called soccer. Soccer is a British word. British word. To separate. The name of the sport is association football. Okay. So rugby is rugby union football. So two kinds of football. So to differentiate these, and because the British love nicknames, rugby became rugger. And association football, they took the SOC and association, and they started calling it soccer. Soccer is not a word that we made up. Okay. That is a British word. If you're angry about the word soccer, Oxford University, they did it. Take it up with the Brits. Take it up with the... Brexit shit. Absolutely. So, no, no. So, if you have your own form of football, the Irish have Gaelic football, and when you go to the Irish Times, the tab is soccer. Yeah. Canada has Canadian football. They call it soccer. We have American football. We call it soccer. Australia has Australian rules. Football. So they call it soccer. In the English-speaking world, British people will hate this. Most people call it soccer. Yeah. So the name of the team, all, all Australian sports teams have nicknames, Yeah. which is awesome. The rugby team is the Wallabies. The rugby league team is called the Kangaroos. Uh, the women's basketball team is the Opals. The men's basketball team is the Boomers. Everything has a nickname. So they don't have a wombat team. No, no, which is terrible. No, damn God damn it! Get on that, Australia. The the women's soccer team is the Matildas, and the men's soccer team is the Socceroos. So the flag is red, white, and blue. It's got soccer in the name. Let's do it. That's that sounds good to me. Um, it's yeah, it's gonna be wild. It's gonna. Be, I, I think we're probably gonna have a first time winner, somebody who hasn't won this before, just because this is such a strange. A lot of people missing. It's gonna be crazy. That, that's the way the way it should be. The way it should be. Lord knows we don't need the Germans again. No, no. The Germans winning. I mean, they or, had one in a while. The, as someone with an Italian last name, I can say, or even the Italians. You know? <laughs> well, they're not in it. Don't tell them the, the, all the machismo <laughs> over there. Like, calm down, guys. I mean, it's crazy how many teams, you know, like, they, they didn't make it, or, the, or the, the Netherlands not in it. Like, whoa. Like, that's just wild. The, the yeah. teams who have missed it this time are just crazy. It makes no sense. Uh, do you know what city it's in in Russia? Because Russia's fucking Oh, it's in a few. No, it moves. No, it's oh. it's going to move around. Yeah, very, No, it doesn't. It, it's never in just one city. Okay. It's never just in one city. But obviously it's going to be in, you know, Moscow, Kiev. Uh, Kiev. Whoops. Um, no, no. That's been a long time. No, hold on. Whoa. <laughs> We're gonna get a lot of Ukrainian hate mail just because I said that. Um, yes. Yes. St. Petersburg, the the left hand side of the country, it's yeah. pr- pr- predominant. But a lot of it, it's you know, it, it, and I hate to draw parallel. I don't want to draw parallels to like the 1936 Nazi Olympics, but it, it becomes sort of a normalizing. It normalizes Putin. Yeah. You know, we're having yeah. the World Cup in Russia, which is not normal, and there's all of these. Not great. That's yeah. that's not great. That's not really a place that should be having it. Uh, you got a lot going on, and and they love 
it, it's not so strange. I mean, soccer is their number one sport next to hockey. Soccer is their number one sport. Yeah. We found out that the so the 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 um, the Cuban Missile Crisis, right? Yeah. We discovered that the Russians, the Soviets, the Soviets were in Cuba because the U-2 planes overflew Cuba, who played baseball, and they saw soccer fields. And they're like, Russians. They're like, no, 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 Cubans don't play soccer. That's how they found out. Like, <laughs> Russians love soccer. Like, that's their thing. Yeah. So it's not like you're putting it somewhere weird. It's just, it's not great. Government. Funny, because you'd think that they'd be more into, like, skiing or snowboarding or something. Cause so it's like, yeah, that's the, and they are. They're into those things. Hockey is huge. Ice hockey, yes. humongous. Winter sports, humongous. But soccer, soccer is their absolute... Like big, 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 big sport. Like they, that's that's yeah. what they care about. And a lot of the teams are very old, um, and they connect people. The, the teams in in the Russian Premier League um, were were allied with with different. Even even now they still use the terms now. So CSKA Moscow was the they're called the Army Men. That was the team of the Russian of the Soviet Army, yeah. and their logo is still a big red star. Um, there's a team, my favorite, uh, Torpedo Moscow, team of the Russian Navy. Oh That's, God. yeah, wow. Soviet Navy, yeah. Torpedo Moscow, Damn. Locomotive Moscow was the, <laughs> was your steel workers. And it didn't matter where you lived, it mattered what you did. So like the job that you had was yeah. a, a, associated with the team. So if the Yankees were the team of like, the Teamsters, for example, and you were a Teamster who lived in Michigan, you would have rooted for the Yankees. It didn't matter that they were millions of miles away. That's that's fine, right? So it, it's it's permeated, you know, Russian culture, post-Soviet Russian culture, and pre-Soviet Russian culture. So there, that that's what unites them all. So you could be from hundreds of miles away from Moscow, and your father was in the army. You cheer for a CSKA in Moscow. That's the army team. Like there you go. And anywhere you go in Russia, you're gonna meet other CSKA fans. Yeah. Um, uh, Spartak Moscow is is the the Spartacus, uh, the youth movement of the Soviets, right? So that, that's no matter where you are, that's that you're gonna yeah, root for these people. It's wild, and we don't have anything like that. You're not gonna. Yeah, we don't. No. So it, it, that's a strange. That's a almost very. I can't think of another example of that. Like that's a very Russian. Yeah. Thing. It's the closest I think we might get is like Army Navy game and football. Oh yeah. No, absolutely. Right. That's, that's the best that's example. Like really. Doesn't specific. matter where you live. Right. It's very yeah. specific. So the Russians love soccer and and they're trying. They they're putting on a brave. Oh, don't worry about the hooligans. Should worry. Should worry. Should worry about the hooligans. Should worry about the hooligans. And they're they're ramping it up. You know, they want to show the. They've watched all these movies. The culture is very 1980s British, um, you know, casual culture, polo shirts, track suits and sneakers and things like that. So they dress like an 80s British movie, but they're, they're, they, they train, they have, they work out. It's very organized. Fight clubs. Yeah, it's paramilitary. It's a, it's a paramilitary thing. So I don't, I don't know how short of shooting people, there's not going to be some kind of incident. I yeah. Mean, obviously, I hope not, but... Ah, Very yeah, there's a good chance. There's a good chance that, that some... And, and there's any game at the any game at the World Cup is going to be fraught just with the current world situation. Any, literally any game is going to be fraught with... with with Brexit, with, with the, the, and the fact that we're not in it, like I said, is almost a good thing. Yeah. Like, if we're Sounds in it, like it, I mean, can you imagine a USA-Russia game that counted? Jesus I mean, Christ. yeah, that would yeah, be trouble. it would be trouble. You know, if you have, you could have England versus Germany, Brexit versus the EU, you know, but England versus any team that's still in the EU. You can have all manner of, of, geopolitical problems you know if Australia plays Japan that's going to become a because the Australians take you know people who illegally immigrate to Australia they stick them on a tiny little island called yes. Nauru yes. you know which is terrifying you know, that, that, that's that's not right and they know it isn't 
Um, but you got the Japanese who are going out shooting whales off the fucking well, off you the could, coast of Australia. Here you so, go. You, know, you, you could, you could have against them. You could have Japan versus Iceland. No. The whaling, whaling A versus whaling B. Like, you know, they're going like, to yeah. trade tips at halftime. There's no way, almost no game is not going to have some underlying, yeah. you know, geopolitical meaning. And that's, that adds some interest to it, but that is also like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, but about that. Like, ah, that's, yeah, maybe that's not so great. That, that's probably a good assessment of uh, watching the World Cup. This that's year. the world. Yeah, it's gonna be. Like, yeah. This could be interesting. This could's gonna be very interesting. That's gonna be very interesting. Very, very. Oh yeah. I feel like we just killed an hour. We killed an hour. We're, we're. I mean, wow, we could we kill. Were. We could kill many hours. We could. We could. You want to? You want any closing statements, Mr. Anastasio? Uh, What's your... Fun excitement. Uh, you know. Uh, I, I've learned a lot about the um, good old World Cup here. Yeah, I, I didn't know anything about Kansas City. Um, Toronto had no idea. Toronto? I, oh, I, Toronto I, I is the best. Little. Oh, gotta go. Toronto is the best. People are awesome. The food is great. Went to a lot of great restaurants. Shout out to Jules Bistro. Uh, there's, oh, the food is great. It, it's Toronto is really like better America. Yeah. Like it, it really is. It, it, it's just it's what we could do if we didn't have so many stupid people. Yes. <laughs> so many loons. There you go. Um, but yeah, we'll have to do this again. We'll sometime. have to do this again sometime soon. Sometime soon. Sometime soon. What 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 final thought would you like to leave our listeners with, Mr. Anastasio? Um, if you leave, if you live in Queens, and you may well touch on this again if we do it before the end of June. If you live in Queens, New York, 14th District, vote Crowley out during the primary. Yeah. That's a whole other subject. You should vote Crowley out. We'll, we'll touch on that next time. Yeah. All right, folks. We'll be back. Take it easy. <laughs>